advice would be the cliche, find your tribe, find your people. But I would go another layer and say, find your people within the tribe, like spend time getting to know people and also appreciate that you're not for everybody and everyone isn't for you. So when you're in these big tribes, like I know I joined every tribe from the beginning and it was in power zone where I met people but then the, there was those people that were in there that I, of course, reached out to and invited to Peloton Sweat Stretch Selfie. But we're like it being such a small group, that's even to me more valuable than the big tribes. And I, I mean, I love that because you know that, you know, this, this person is passionate about Jen Sherman and you love Jen Sherman. So like, you know, you have that connection. But diving in deeper, I mean, I have so many friendships that were built through Peloton, but that's not even what I think of when I, with these people in my smaller group, because I really do communicate with them every day. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 213. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I always get frustrated when I can't get the remote to work on that. Like uh, I, I know, but it was working. That's the thing. Well, there's a delay. Like I saw so I, the counter that we use. I like I hit the button and then there's a delay. And so sometimes I hit the button and it's working and I think it's not working. And I hit the button again mm-hmm. and then I and then I end up stopping it mm-hmm. when I didn't mean to stop it. Well, from an efficiency standpoint, you have no idea how much it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy too. And like, I mean, honestly, like working a remote control, I mean, I've been that's I've been doing that my whole life. Like yeah. I You'd think like, you'd be better at you'd it, Tom. I think I would too. I just I think it's just this this cheap clock I bought. So <laughs> it wasn't cheap, it was like a hundred bucks. I so, know. Yeah. So uh anyway. Wow. That was a lot. It was a lot. So Hi. Hi. I uh people can hear my voice. I'm starting to sound I'm not as snotty as I was. That's right. Physically, I'm still as snotty as I was. That will never in change. In an existential sense. From a personality standpoint, I'm as snotty as I ever was. But from a health, physical standpoint. You're I'm, good to go. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But I'm better You're like than like 98%. Yeah, I'm real close. You so. sound a lot better. Yeah. That's we were good. Listening to audio from we recorded during that, like before the show. And I was like, ooh, I did sound rough. So, <laughs> yeah, it happens. I'm, yeah. I'm weak. But but uh, speaking of time passing yeah. and updates on things, you not being sick anymore, we're weighing this morning. Yeah. And both of us are within two pounds of when we left for Disney. Yeah. And so that's, we've been home for like a basically a week. Yeah. And we've already lost almost all the vacation weight, which trust me, there was a lot of vacation. <laughs> we ate a lot. We ate a lot. A lot of fun stuff. But but that's what Angelo said would happen. He it said is? he said we'll get you to like within a pound or two. And so we came back and we were on an up adjust when we left. Mm-hmm. We returned to our up adjust eating feeding pattern. Feeding pattern. I don't know. Like we're cattle. I know. <laughs> well, I guess I can. I <laughs> and uh, that's all we've done is stay there. Yeah. For just about a week. Yeah. And here we are. So uh, that's pretty cool. I'm very I've never happy lost with that. vacation weight that quick before. I know. I'm very yeah. happy about so, it. Normally, I come back and I've gained like 15 pounds and it takes me like six weeks to get rid of it. I was really worried because uh, when we went on vacation back in March, I really, you know, it was only like 
two or three pounds we gained. Right. And we lost that right away. So yeah. I thought, oh boy, with 10, this is going to be rough. But no. Boom. So I'll right, take right. a week. So yeah, absolutely. That was worth every bit yeah. of ice cream. Mm-mm-mm. There was a lot of ice cream. I love ice cream. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just peeling back the curtain. I, I mean, I know. I'm oh. not asking for myself. Oh, okay. You're like, asking for the audience. I'm asking for the audience. Okay. Well, this is pretend. I am excited to announce that uh, John Mills is back, Yay. first and for- foremost. Uh, and so we will be chatting with him in just a few. We have an update on uh, Peloton court cases. So we'll be chatting about that. Okay. We are also going to talk about recent news with Peloton, some things that they are adding. We've got the wearable to discuss, and we also have them adding a corporate wellness program. Both big news We had a visit from Dr. Jen this week Of course And uh, we also have a visit from Angelo with MedPro Awesome Well uh, before we get to all that shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts Spotify, Google Podcasts Wherever you get podcasts you can find us Uh, While you're there be sure and follow us So you never miss an episode And perhaps if you want to do something a little nice for us You could uh, leave us a review So people that come along after you We love that Know that we're worth checking out So uh, we have a new review Yay This is from Frauded by TLC So Like the channel? I don't know if she means the channel Or if like Or love? Like Lisa Left Eye Lopez really did her wrong I don't know We need need to know Or him Right, know. right, right. Yeah. We need to know the the why behind this. this I'm intrigued. Yeah, what, me too. What has happened? But mm-hmm. uh, it's this brand new listener. I just got my Peloton bike for Christmas. I am completely obsessed. Congrats. Duh. Yeah, and just found this podcast. Yay. Also obsessed and immediately started listening to back episodes. So much fun information and helps take my obsession to the next level, just like our beloved instructors want. Thank you. And the leaderboard name is Katritri. Is it a... Uh, K A T R E E T R E E. Katritri. Katritri. So okay. that's fun to say. It is fun to say. Yeah. So, well, thank I you. I wonder very if they much. get a lot of shout outs. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And also, we would really love to know about the what uh, TLC, TLC did thing. To you. Yeah. We got to know about How that. How did they hurt you? Yeah. And which TLC? Right. We're fascinated. We would really like yeah. details. So, um, Anyway, you can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Uh, you can watch these episodes. If listening to us isn't enough, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out. And if you want links and pictures and all the things that we talk about, so you can find them in one easy format, you can uh, sign up for our newsletter at the which goes out weekly unless I'm on vacation or sick or both. So... <laughs> There you go. There's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Run, lift, and live with John Mills. So uh, joining us uh, once again, he's back. Uh, it's John Mills from Run, Lift, Live. Hey, John, how's it going? Woo! What is going on? And you're coming in hot with a Grandpa right. Shark shirt. Look at that. It's new. new it's grandpa new. Shark shirt, you know, with the new shark symbol, you know. Right. That's you have, right. You're going to have one for every day of the week. I'm hoping when uh, yeah, when yeah, the new yeah. Spielberg movie comes out, he's mm-hmm. he's doing a remake of West Side Story. I'm hoping that you get a Grandpa Jet. <laughs> That'll work. I yeah. think I like that idea. Yeah. Okay. Or I could wear a Grandpa Jet shirt and we could fight. Ooh. But we got to dance and like. You got to do some snaps. Pirouettes. That's right. <laughs> I think you'd win. I, can't. I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> 
I think we all know if we got in a fight, you would destroy me. Mm. <laughs> he just like a like, dance battle? I think I, you'd probably mm. win. Yeah, I guess it depends, it depends on the type of dance. I mean, so. You do love your musicals. I do love my musicals. <laughs> I'm more of an Officer Krupke type. So. I could see this going either way. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I, you know, John just doing his little dances in his chair and on his bike. I feel like he's he's way ahead of both of us yeah, in the true. dance department. I have, I feel that's like, the limit of yeah. my. Uh, I made the mistake once skills. on the tonal of trying dance cardio, <laughs> and I was so mad by the end. <laughs> like, this is just stupid. <laughs> I can't over here now. What? <laughs> now I gotta spin. Oh, <laughs> F all this. <laughs> uh, not for me. Mm. Not for I me. can relate. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. uh, we, yeah, we should probably dig into some of the stuff you found this week. Uh, interesting thing about Facebook and Oculus, which is owned by Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And right. Mark yes. Zuckerberg talking about uh, VR and the future of connected fitness. Oh, yeah. He was uh, at, I guess, a French tech conference, Mm -hmm. Tech. I wasn't familiar with it, but he was there speaking. Well, the difference is in a French tech conference, they use tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tom. No problem. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Wow, Wow, you just got John to say wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) If I had known that, I'd have logged into that conference. (laughs) Yeah, that's why they're so popular. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's out there talking about how, you know, the, the future and the direction they're going in with Oculus and how he his how he envisions the VR space. And and what that's what kind of struck me about going to check out his kind of his piece is that I knew he had mentioned Peloton. I had been told he had mentioned Peloton. So I went back and checked it out. And, yeah, he saw he spoke in terms of seeing VR eventually being used, which it already is right in, from a, a fitness perspective. Mm-hmm. But he saw VR being much more immersive and thus competing in kind of a connected fitness space at some point, which I, I know they do it now, but I don't know that it's really competitive. But Oh, I, it's definitely not. I don't. But. So I think I like I don't know how you make this work, because one, if you want it to be immersive, you want to you want to move freely. But if you move freely, right. you're going to run into your couch. And well, so but like, they have that. I, I, I personally, I think. I think that he's onto something here. I agree. And I think it will be immersive because they're already working on things like that treadmill we saw that mm-hmm. like it has a belt that. around that right. and like you're running and, and you could go different direction. directions well, and it I keeps was, you from moving too far. My thought was I wonder if, if this is a way to pull people back into a brick and mortar gym like they could have a special mm. workout area mm. where there's devices and things that sync up with the VR. So jump over this boulder, but it's really just a big piece of foam. You know what I mean? Or, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and you could pick your settings and it's like, you know, it can be, you know, you're running through Italy if that's what you want. Or they could be like, bloop. And now you're you're chasing getting chased by dragons and doing it or something. You know, I just got a visual of some big room with like 50 people taking these classes and that it feels like they're just going to look nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, just go in there to be entertained by these people jumping randomly. It's like, funny. So you got that like visual fun. and I got a visual <laughs> of people doing VR in giant hamster balls. So I don't know. I, <laughs> I um, the other thing that, that I, I think the big obstacle to something like this is 
keeping those things on your face mm. while you're jumping right. around like, uh, now that's, like a maniac. Right. Those things are heavy. Right. They're heavy. And, and yeah. if you want to exercise and get movement going, right. like how are you going to keep that thing in place? I just right. I, I find that difficult to believe just based on yeah. where where uh, rides and theme parks are going and fitness I still think this is going to be a thing I do I, I'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow but I definitely agree with Mr. Zuckerberg we're headed that direction I'm a, kind of agreeing with you both I think that the technology probably is going to have to kind of get smaller like right. you said it's probably going to have to get lighter it's going to have to evolve but I think it'll have its place I I just don't know if it really will be is it going to be like a, a, a competitive component that then other fitness companies are going to have to like add on to their, you know, their list of product offerings? Or I, will it always just kind of be a niche thing? Like, I, that's where I, I'm not really. Confident. I guess it depends on what the kids want, because yeah. I'm, right. I'm kind of thinking that in another 10 years, you know, we're looking at almost a different generation talking about these things, not us, you know. <laughs> that's a good point, because there was a time I was looking at my cell bill and I was going, Text? What is that? And why right? is Jasmine doing that so much? Right? <laughs> why would somebody text? Why don't you just call me? There was a time I was doing that. And now you're like, when somebody calls, you're like, why are you calling yeah. me? Just text why me. Why don't you just text me? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what kind of sociopath uses calls voice? A, like, a this human must human. be an emergency. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, this this is house crazy. better be on fire. Right? You got arrested. <laughs> but dude, there better be a good reason for this. <laughs> I better answer this. Yeah. Something serious is happening. Ex- you call it. Exactly. <laughs> so then you also found an article about the future of connected fitness and and gyms and will they will they maybe peacefully coexist? Yeah, you know, I know that the Peloton position has consistently been that, you know, we're at a paradigm shift where we're moving from kind of the brick and mortar gym into the home. Right. And like what you heard the kind of common statement, like given these two experiences, wouldn't most people want to just have that experience at home? And you've kind of heard, you know, Peloton kind of provide that position, but they've got a commercial space and they're working commercial deals. So I always thought, well, I guess it's probably there's probably both of these things are going to continue to play. And this story kind of just speaks to that, you know, where this analyst is comparing this to e-commerce versus kind of brick and mortar retail sales and how e-commerce didn't wipe out brick and mortars. Right. They still exist. They kind of coexist. And he sees this with gyms and connected fitness. And that kind of makes sense to me. I think I that, agree. I'm kind of aligning to that. Yeah, I think that. And I never thought that they would completely wipe out gyms. But I, I think right. you, you won't see as many gym options mm-hmm. in five right. years because people... There's so much of the equipment that you could get at home now that's really good and engaging and that, right. you know, so I, I definitely think it's going to damage gyms long term, but there will still be gym. in the same way that like when TV came out and they were like, oh, my God, it's going to kill movie theaters and it and it it hurt movie theaters. But right. there were there there are still movies and now people say the same thing about about streaming mm-hmm. and it's hurting right. movie theaters but they'll but there will still be movie theaters there just won't be as many and mm-hmm. I think you'll right. see the same thing with gyms right and people are still going to travel so you still need right. you right. still need the ability and part um, you know hotels and right and places to go when you're in another city so I I still think that they will be there but yeah I agree less less of them less options right and then they jump into. Uh, talking through the list of upcoming 
IPOs around connected fitness, which kind of, a you know, it's clear that the, that the market sees that space as like, you know, all of these different companies. We got to get into that. We got right. we got to do it how Peloton did it. Like, right. <laughs> and so I just found, you know, that's another end of it. It's like, yeah, the gyms are going to still exist. But this connected fitness thing, we got to be, you know, we got to be in here. Um, but, yeah, they talked about, I, you know, I, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Our Icon changed their name to iFit. And they're talking about going IPO later this year, I think. And Equinox and talks about it. And we know Beachbody and Minx, they're kind of working that SPAC deal that's supposed to close tomorrow. I yeah, think. it's real close. <laughs> trading under the uh, ticker body on Monday, I think. So uh, and then they talk about hydro and tonal, which I think I knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't remember there, there hydro. About it. I knew tonals headed that way, but I didn't know that about hydro. So um. oh, okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, did I hear that before? But yeah, it's that to me. Just another thing that kind of speaks to you know what Peloton has done, the pattern that they've laid, and and the number of companies kind of just trying to follow that track. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, what does this mean for like the echelons and the Nautiluses of the world, though? I'm like waiting for are they? When are they going to be on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you though? Should have mentioned that. Maybe uh, yeah. I'm not wondering. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. That was I... just my general feeling about Echelon. That yeah. wasn't toward you. John. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is an outrage. I, uh, this is an outrage. Yeah, I feel like Peloton blazed the path, and and now people kind of see the template, and they're they're right. they're following along behind. They're following it, and it's an easier right. story to tell because they're such a massive success story. Where it's like. Even if you're only half as successful, uh, I'll be half a billionaire. Yeah. I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll, true. Yeah, I'll sign up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, yeah. John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you too? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. So. I'll be a I'm quarter millionaire. That. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, I don't want to go slumming. Oh, oh, oh. You know, okay. like that. <laughs> Tom's got uh I've got standards. standards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank cut you. So is half a billionaire. That's the cutoff. That's, that's, that's as low as you're going. That or nothing, man. <laughs> that or nothing. <laughs> I, uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and remind us again until next time. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook in my group or page, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at Run. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses. And then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in... In like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Liftandlive.com. Who's suing Peloton now? Another day, another threatened lawsuit at least, and no one's 
filed it yet, but so I guess Peloton made some updates to their software. Okay, so let's back up, right? Okay. Um, so if you if you think back, remember that Peloton needed to make changes to the Tread Plus in order to incorporate a pen code to make it safer so that people could, unauthorized users could not use it. Right. Okay. Keep your kids off the treadmill so they're safe. Right. Well, when they did that, mm-hmm. um, they also made it so that you can no longer use the Just Run feature without uh, having a subscription. So prior to this, anybody could have gotten on my treadmill and just hit the Just Run button and started running. Now they need to be logged into a Peloton account before they Basically, can use the Just Run to feature. To get a PIN code, you have to have a membership. So if you don't have a membership... You don't have a pin code If you don't have a pin code You can't access just run Exactly And so the people The six people that were out there doing that Right Lost their shit Yes they did yeah. uh, It started over on the OPP And uh, that is where the uh, woman uh, I don't remember her name Don't really care She said that she was She was like I think we should file a class action lawsuit um, And she got blasted um, <laughs> But she got a lot of people's attention because at this point there are a ton of people uh, that are from news outlets in the OPP and they look for these things. Right. And uh, so they saw that and uh, they wrote lots of articles about it. They did. And, and Peloton put out a statement later saying that that they would be pushing out an update. Yep. yep. This that, is temporary. Yeah. That this is temporary. And so calm down. Right. I yeah. mean, basically, just just to be clear, they were in a rush to get that software push because because they were trying to be compliant with the CPSC and they wanted people to be safe because right. that I mean, obviously, they want people to be safe. Sure. So that was that was the priority. The priority was not worrying about, you know, we can still use this even if you, you don't have a membership. Right. But to be clear, Peloton has planned the whole time and still plans to include a Just Run feature even if you do not have a subscription. So that is coming. And my understanding is they gave people that 90 days um, refund or money back you know, on your subscription right. uh, to kind of offset some of these features not being there. And this is one of them. But if you don't have the membership in the first place, getting that refund doesn't do you a lot of good. But then why are you using? I, I don't even understand. I agree. I mean, I like I guess the people can use a product however they want. Yeah, but it I'm, seems counterintuitive that you would. This is not an inexpensive item. If you are just wanting a treadmill to run on. Like, I mean, you can buy a less expensive one without all the bells and whistles. You can, but I will also say people swear that the slatted nature of the tread, the tread belt that goes around on the tread uh-huh. plus, that it is only comparable to a woodway. The cheapest woodway is $10,000. Okay. So if you compare a $5,000 fully paid Peloton machine that you only use for running compared to ten thousand, you're still coming in at half the price. Okay, would it, is it a choice I would make? Never in a million years. Yeah. But I get why people would if they were going to spend ten thousand. Yeah. Five thousand's a deal. Okay, and I also get why Peloton. You know, you don't even think about like what about the people who have the equipment that don't have a membership. Like that's it's just, such a small amount. It's such a small yeah. percentage of people that even if they considered it, they still had to move forward right. with what they at were doing. At the end doing. of the day, if you're going to get sued, you'd rather get sued by someone saying, "I can't use my treadmill," than someone saying, "My kid got injured." Exactly. So, like, because safety is most important, right? Peloton expansions. Bloomberg.com did some digging into the iOS code. Wasn't that funny? Yeah. 
Uh, so supposedly there's notes. I, and when I say supposedly, I don't mean like I don't believe it. I mean, I don't really know how all this works. I right. just know that somebody somewhere on a Facebook group said that the way that this works is they weren't necessarily digging in the code. They were digging in like the publisher's notes and that they okay. could see all of that through whatever means they were using. Gotcha. Whatever they had access to, they could see the publisher notes. Yeah. And they weren't even certain that's what was happening. That was just a theory. At any rate. This is going to the uh, wearables that we've talked about before that we thought was coming because of the acquisition of Mm -hmm. Atlas. However, we've also had a lot of back and forth about what we thought it was going to look like. Would it come out in conjunction? Would it be part of the strength equipment that we know is coming in the fall? Right. Uh, Would it be something? um, So Atlas already had like, I think it's called like HR3. That was it was ready to be released and then never got released because they got purchased. Was it going to be that? But just with Peloton branding. Right. Um, Or was it going to be something completely different? Is it going to be a competitor with Apple? Is it going to be a competitor with Fitbit? There's different ways to have a wearable. And so there's been a lot of thoughts about that. Now, this article from Bloomberg indicates that it is going to be more of what you would get from like using just a regular old heart rate monitor like Scoochie. Okay. Um, So it's going to be able to connect with your TV if you're using Peloton on a TV, it's going to be able to connect with uh, your any of your Peloton equipment. What we don't know is, are you going to be able to just like go for a run and you can use whatever this wearable is going to be and it will track that so that you don't need to have a phone? Or will it be something that we haven't even thought of? You right. Know? And is it going to be something that's all three of those? Like it, it sounds like you're not going to see a smartwatch component of this. This is going to be a wearable that's focused on heart rate data. So that's kind of... Think about that as being the difference between a Whoop and an Apple Watch. Right. You know, the Whoop has no face. It's tracking all the data internally and you wear it all the time. Yeah. So we don't we don't really know what we're expecting. Yeah. So um, you're going to have to like put some on your ankles or something between your Whoop and your Fitbit and your Apple Watch. And I feel like this is a gap piece of equipment. And what I mean by that is I don't think this is for people like me. People like me being I already have an Apple Watch and I already have a Whoop. I'm tracking a lot of different data already. I think this is for people who don't want to spend a lot of money on smartwatch and they don't want to spend a lot of money every month on a Whoop. Right. And they want basic data. They don't need every single metric. So I wonder if it's going to be a way to introduce an upcharge, right? Like I, I think there's so many things coming to us yeah. that are going to be potential upcharges. Yeah. I think a lot of things coming from Peloton are going to be added revenue streams. That's, yeah. And I think this is one of them. Yes, I do think that. But we'll see. It's all we really know is that we're going to be able to connect via Bluetooth after the first time it's going to pair. You'll pair it. And then after that, the device will connect automatically via Bluetooth. That's really all we know about this at this time. Then on a different note, uh, Peloton announced that they're starting a corporate wellness offering. Oh, my goodness. This has been a huge, huge response to this. People are so excited. So if you read the articles behind this, this is also kind of what John Mills was just saying about Peloton thinking about the brick and mortar side. Mm -hmm. Well, Peloton is also thinking about people going back to work and getting out of the house in general. And so this is a way for you to for your company to be able to offer your employees to be able to access the Peloton through their corporate thing. Um, And there were a few things that really stood out 
out to me. They are helping companies set up wellness centers Mm -hmm. uh, for reduced fee. And organizations can offer subsidized access to Peloton Digital and all access memberships. There will be exclusive benefits on connective fitness process products. Excuse me. They will also receive tailored enterprise feature. And this is the most exciting part to me that's going to drive strong engagement, reduce administrative workload and measure impact. In other words, there's going to be things like contests within your company that are going to be sponsored through Peloton. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of companies do that. Like who walked those miles this month? Exactly. You you get cookies. But so much better than steps because steps so many people cheat on. Like it really ticks me off. Like people just put it on like their hamster and stuff like that. (laughs) So like. To actually have something really that you right. can try. And you know what? Going back to the wearable, that might be a big component of this. It very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be an end game, too, of like, you know, we'll sell these companies wearables that they can provide to their employees, and then you can see if they're actually at work. Wait, maybe not. <laughs> Wait, I don't maybe think I'm, that's. Yeah. I think that's a different thing. Peloton's like, please stop talking. Yeah. I mean, they all, they, they say that a lot about me, though. <laughs> Sometimes you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Never got that sexy filter, though. We never got the sexy filter. Yeah. For long time listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. If you know, you know. Yeah. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. She's also got a long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, (laughs) Dr. Jen. Hi. Good to be here. It's Hello. great to have you here. We yeah. actually have you on video yeah. today, so we're excited. Always that. a treat. It's a wild and crazy day. <laughs> <laughs> we're living on the edge today. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm sure you remember we have been gathering questions from our clip out community, and we have a brand new one today. This is from Mojo Mike Rockwell. Uh, he says that he would like to know how to find time to develop a balanced plan that includes yoga and strength in addition to the biking do you have any thoughts oh my God. I, I i feel you mike <laughs> and i actually just I, what i every six months i redo my plan and i meet with someone who is very familiar with peloton who's a trainer or all that sort of stuff to come up with a with a plan if you have anyone in your life if you know anyone who knows anyone who is a trainer i always like to get the professional involved. And obviously you always want to check with your doctor before you do anything. And I got to give that a whole disclaimer. (laughs) Um, But what I recommend doing is if you don't have that person really sit down, make a list of what is the cardio that you like? Are you doing the bike and the tread? Are you just doing one of them? Are you doing outdoor runs, outdoor walks? What kind of exercise you want to integrate more of? Like you mentioned yoga, are you stretching? Because Look, I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, stretching, as much as I actually love stretching because I was a gymnast, mm-hmm. I happen to be really good at it. But I don't do it enough. And I find that if I don't, if I'm spinning and running, which I do pretty much every day or walking, 
and I don't stretch, I feel it. I don't recover as well. Definitely. So you want to take that into account when you're creating this new plan of yours. You also want to look at what strength work you're doing and, and also complement upper body and lower body. So you're not doing a lower body boot camp and then the next day doing, you know, glutes and legs for 30 minutes because your, your body's not going to recover. You know, from what all the trainers I've ever talked about was said, the one thing that doesn't need to rest is your core. That's the one thing you can do seven days a week. But otherwise, aside from that, you really need to have one day where you've got a break. So I really would recommend looking at, okay, kind of divide and conquer upper body, lower body, look at your calendar, sit down with your days of the week and make sure that you are alternating that kind of focus. And same thing with your cardio. If you are doing bike, you don't want to do you know, a hills day and then an intervals day and a Tabata, like you don't want to do too much in a row. You may want to alternate one day where you're doing cycling and one day where you're doing like a hit cardio class okay. or walking outside. If you don't have the treads, I know a lot, a lot more people have the bike than the tread just statistically, but make sure that you are balancing those out and also doing the, that those stretching things that we, we tend to kind of let go by the wayside. You know, that's a lot of good stuff to unpack. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I thought made the most sense and you kind of glossed over it was <laughs> how you do it every six months that like you yeah. revisit it you, you on, on, a, on a regular pattern because I'm sure it's real easy to yeah. just fall into like this is the rhythm of what I do and then yeah. it either becomes less effective or less engaging. Absolutely. And I think that it's it's easy to not redo your program because Peloton has so many different instructors, different types of classes, different, like there's, and there's always something new coming at you. So you can spin five days a week potentially and never take the same class, never take the same type of class, right. never take the same instructor. Like, so it is very easy to kind of not change it up, especially what you have is working. Like I had one kind of plan that I, I, I did, I think I did it for a year, but I found that like at the end of the year, I was like, I'm feeling burnt out. Like, even though I love this plan, I feel like it's like the perfectly balanced plan of alternating upper body and lower body, alternating cycling and tread, alternating yoga, rest. Like it felt like quote unquote perfect. <laughs> but by the, I was like, I can't do another 10 minute core class. I need something <laughs> different. Like even if it was a five minute core class or a 20 minute, just the, the fact that the number was different made it feel different and got out of the kind of monotony. Yep. So I recommend kind of know yourself and know how much change you need. I'm someone who typically doesn't need a lot of change. So once every six months is fine for me, but someone else may need once a month. Yeah. Like it, it really depends on what your psychological needs are because part of what keeps us going when it comes to exercise is feeling like, oh, I'm really looking forward to trying that class. I'm really looking forward to what I'm doing or that challenge that I have ahead of me as opposed to like, oh, I'm doing that again. Oh, it's <laughs> same, you know? So I think that, that doing that can be really helpful. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. And it is different for everyone because I have been really trying to focus on steady state cardio. And as I've been trying to focus on losing fat, because of my body type, the nutritionist I'm working with is like, you really should limit the amount of weightlifting that you do because I will gain muscle as well as gaining fat at the same time. And so, sure. um, 
I have missed weightlifting though. I've missed it so much. I need, I need that. I need to be able to do a hit run. I need to be able to switch it up because just yeah. doing steady state cardio for 45 minutes, five days a week, I want to shoot someone. <laughs> no, absolutely. And it does, it, it can get very monotonous. And, and I think that also kind of, you bring up a good point that looking at what your goals are is really important in creating that program. If your goal is weight loss, if your goal is better cardio, if your goal is to run a marathon, all that kind of stuff should be taken into account. I like, as you know, I like process-oriented goals, not endpoint numbers goals. In other words, I don't like, I want to lose 10 pounds. You can't control what your body does. You can't control how it responds to you. And there's too much of a tendency to then get discouraged when you're not doing that. And you can do, you know, three months of amazing, consistent exercise, taking the classes you said, and then if that's your goal and your body didn't respond the way you want to, you feel like crap. And so I really like to avoid goals that are about the numbers or the things we can't control. I like the goals that are about what we can control. I'm going to like, I write out this plan. I'm going to do every one of these classes this week. And, and also I'm all for rewarding yourself when you do, when you do meet those goals. Hey, this is the first week where I've taken five spin classes. So I'm going to go, you know, buy myself some Peloton apparel. You know how I feel about <laughs> Peloton apparel. I do. So, <laughs> very much so. We do a lot of texting about it. Yeah, we do. But, yeah. Sorry, Tom, I probably cost you guys a lot of money. <laughs> oh, I I think it would have been spent anyway. It's just which pair of leggings it got spent on. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very that's... fatalistic about it. Yes, I enable your wife and your wife enables me. <laughs> well, it's like I always say, she makes more money than I do, so I'm not going to come in and... You're a good man. You're a very good man. I try. Keeping those goals in mind and making sure that they are goals that you can control, like whether you do something or not versus what the outcome is, is really important. Agreed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man, and on Instagram in particular. I post every day my Peloton workouts on my Insta stories. Awesome. So, and of course, also you can find me on InStyle Magazine, Hump Day with Dr. Jen, my weekly column. Clip out. You know, there's so much uh, stress in the world. <laughs> right here. Things going on that makes you want to <laughs> punch something. Yep. And that's where Fight Camp comes in. <laughs> Fight Camp brings the boxing and kickboxing gym right to your home with full body workouts that you actually look forward to and a freestanding punching bag that can take your hardest hits. And don't worry if you've never done it before. It's made for beginners or experienced boxers. No matter where your skill level's at, it's going to fit in with what you already know or don't know. It also is great for kids and it has all of the gear you need to box at home. You can learn from six Highly qualified trainers, all with real fight experience, ranging from pro MMA fighters or a, a mother of two to a kickboxing champion. I love the variety. Yes. Fight Camp uses new technology that tracks each punch you throw to measure speed, volume and output so you can follow your progress. Push yourself to compete on the community leaderboard and challenge others or do you versus you on the new versus system. 
You can pay for your fight camp over 24 months for less than the cost of a boxing gym and get it right away. Plus, fight camp offers free shipping with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip. To get free shipping on fight camp, go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip. That's joinfightcamp.com slash clip. Instructors in the news. So GQ Germany has launched their own fitness podcast. Yeah, and it starts tomorrow, which uh, since we record on Wednesdays, I will elaborate that that is June 24th. Okay, and their very first guest is a German Peloton instructor. Eric Jaeger. That's so exciting. And seems very fitting. Fitting and fitness. <laughs> it does. And uh, I was looking at all the comments. People were super excited that uh, he was going to be their very first guest. So Cody Rigsby had an Instagram story this week. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't get a chance to screen record it. So uh, we don't have the uh, audio for you. But um, it really cracked me up because uh, he apparently was taking delivery on a lamp that right. he had bought. And his story was about his delivery window, which was going to be from, I believe he said 10 a.m., to five yeah it was like a seven or eight hour window and he was very upset he was like that's a whole day like what are are you for a lamp are you kidding me and although i agree with him wholeheartedly i also could not help but see the irony and humor (laughs) in the fact that um we all sit at home and wait all day for our peloton bikes cody like do you think that peloton delivers in a one hour window because they don't (laughs) especially when we live way out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you live in a city. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it was just funny. Just the optics of a Peloton person complaining about delivery time. It it's was. Like, it was ah, really funny. It's what you get. It's poetic justice <laughs> for all of our wait time. I bet you that lamp delivery guy was like uh, Cody Rigsby. Oh, you're going to fucking wait for your lamp. <laughs> I've been waiting for my bike. You're waiting for your lamb. It took me three months to get my bike. <laughs> And then also a quick congratulations to Jen Sherman's daughter. Yes, Carly graduated from high school this week. And so we just wanted to send her congratulations to Jen and, of course, to Carly. Yeah, she's the one that did all the work. Yeah. Well, I well, mean, yeah. Jen kind of did all the work. That's true. Well, and I know how I don't I don't I know nothing about Carly, but I know how our kids are with high school. And I sure feel like we're doing a lot of the work or at least we're not doing zero work. We're Let's keeping say that on them to make sure they do the work, which so. is work. <laughs> Dear God, is it worth it? <laughs> it's really like another full-time job. Yeah. Peloton posted a fancy yoga video this week for International Day of Yoga. Yeah, it was a day of yoga. And uh, of course, every instructor got to talk about what International Day of Yoga felt was about for them right what that made them feel and so um it's a great little video so i definitely want all of you to check it out because it touched every instructor which is great yeah that's nice they were all included it was one of those videos where like they're handing something from shot to shot so yeah yeah, like that's kind of like that stunt person one where they were punching and kicking each other exactly yeah i like that and then uh, Peloton had, uh, presumably for Father's Day? It was uh, for Father's okay. Day. <laughs> Pulled a random sample of Peloton dads. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of these results. Um, the leaderboard, for the most part, is the <laughs> the Mount Everest of competition. So that's like really, really important to them. Yes, it's very important to them. 96% of the hashtag Peloton 
dads have high-fived another member of hashtag Peloton dads. Okay. So they're very... Uh, High-fivey. High-fivey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is great. Um, and then several dads had to describe being a dad in one word, and the words that came up were awesome, rewarding, proud, amazing, love, fulfilling. I thought that was nice. Yeah. And they answered which was their favorite Peloton app workout, 37%, which was by far the majority, went to strength. Because they're dads and they're men in roar. Mm, I don't <laughs> like that, Tom. I'm just saying, I think the, I was making fun of it. But oh. <laughs> I think that's, I feel like that's the thought process for a lot of them. I'm not saying it's right. Really? I think it's just that they ask, what was your Peloton app workout? Yeah. And because it's an app, they don't think of it as associated with the equipment. Like, so if they have a bike, okay. like, for example, they're like, well, I use strength on the app. Mostly. Oh, I see. So that's they automatically I'm... crossed off mm-hmm. like the bike off their list of options. I, that's, okay. that's my head. I don't know if that's true. Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yours is nicer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then they also asked dads when their IT ideal time to Peloton was and 69% like to do their workout in the morning i think the dads did that on purpose Why, Land, Tom? landed on 69 percent. you think you know, you, I they think, all got together I think the peloton dads all got together because they're dads and they love dad jokes mm-hmm. and they were like it must be they were like okay jim you can't we're at 68 percent. you you answer morning and we'll see where we're at and then as soon as they got to 69 they were like okay stop. everybody stop <laughs> i firmly believe that that happened okay well, and as I said, they're very competitive. So 52%, yeah. this is their Everest. And then uh, finally on this segment, there was an article in the Times. I don't know the what Times, but... London th- Times. Is I that think. what it was? Yeah. I, it was something British because mm-hmm. they spell all the words weird. But uh, And it was about uh, Rishi Sunak, who from what I understand of translating their government to our government, and I think he's the equivalent of like their... Secretary of the Treasury. Oh, I think. okay. I think. And he's called a Chancellor of Exchequer or something. It's I didn't I've never seen that word before. Like I didn't know and but the, he just gets called Chancellor. Like oh. that's kind of the shorthand over there. But but it sounds like it's like he can he controls the money. Okay. And so okay. but he is apparently a big Peloton fan and a big Cody fan. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it literally says on the headline, the hunk who makes Rishi sweat. Like that's yeah. the headline. So, Ooh. yeah. Clip out. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer your nutrition questions. Hello, Angelo. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Well, we're so excited you're here. We have a question this week from our Clipout community. This one comes from Mish Ander, and I've seen this one a couple of times, so I'm very curious about your feedback. What to eat before working out that won't cause GI issues while running? Aha. Okay. <laughs> so this is a show where um, I give uh, completely meaningless answers because all of the answers are... It depends. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and what was the name? Misha, you said? It was I, Mish, that right? Mish Ander. So the answer is, I don't know, uh, because everyone's digestive system is different. But what I can do is I can tell you what we have found has worked for others and you can experiment a little. So some people that what is fairly typical is most people find that a, a big heavy meal right before an event or running or an endurance, whatever it is, 
isn't going to work well. Some people do good with a smoothie or a protein shake. Others have said, no, no good. What we have found is typically something light, like uh, maybe an English muffin or a piece of whole grain toast or low carb tortilla with a little bit of almond butter or peanut butter. And then some people like to put a dab of honey. Now, honey isn't going to be great if your primary goal is fat loss, but if your goal is performance, uh, tend to work really good. Another thing that we end up talking about a lot is the consumption of caffeine and coffee prior to running. And the consensus is everyone's body is different, but typically just making sure that it's in moderation, because if you have too much, that can create the digestive upset. Generally speaking, I do like to see some fuel in your system before you run. Again, there's a huge caveat on that. If you're running as a means to burning fat and performance is not your primary objective, there might be addendums to that conversation. But if your goal is to get better at running, feel the best during your runs, go with something light. One of my favorites is actually a rice cake with peanut butter, rice cake, peanut butter, and a half a banana sliced up mm. an apple or getting uh, the bag of sliced organic uh, apple slices with a little bit of peanut butter on them. Most people I talk to have told me that they do really well with that. And I'll give you actually a really weird story. I had a runner, a long distance runner. He did ultra marathons. So I don't know if you know what that is, but that basically is an insanity. So, <laughs> that sums it up well. So that's the definition. Yeah, no, I mean, these were amazing athletes at that level. Um, and he had the weirdest ritual. He would take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and he would put it underneath a bound volume like book, like an encyclopedia book <laughs> to crunch it down to like almost like a cracker, a wafer for the next day because it would fit in his pouch, his running <laughs> pouch. And he would take them out and eat them like crisps. And it worked for him. So let's see if Kendall um, do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's the advice. Yeah. So you're going to have to play around with it to see what works for your digestive system. But generally, most people do good with things like nuts, nut butters, a little bit of fruit, cracker, small piece of bread, but light. And then don't forget to refuel after and then intra training uh, fuel if need be, if you're doing long distances. OK. OK. So my question is, uh, he's uh, back to the peanut butter and jelly. When, I can tell when we're when <laughs> we're. We're using code when we say GI issues. As someone who doesn't run, not even when chased, I would just give up. <laughs> right? I would just be like, "You got me." But um, because uh, I like, I was like, I would when I really map it out. I'm like, if I was getting chased by a guy with an axe, like I think I would rather die. Oh my than god! Run. I would just be like, I'll just take the axe to the head and call it a day. But um, so when we say GI issues. What what does that mean? Does that mean it means does that it mean means tootin, pooping or does that mean pooping yourself? I mean, some people some people have gas like some people. It's just like uncomfortable. But some people it's like, I got to go and I got to gotcha. go right now. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll run. And I'll run. Then I'll run. <laughs> Nothing makes you run like the runs. I'll take an axe to the face. <laughs> but if I'm going to be covered in my own poop, I will. I will haul ass. Literally. Literally. <laughs> I think that's the take home message. Yeah. So Tom won't run for axe murderer, will run for diarrhea. Yes. Got it. Okay. Well, that's that's Angelo's good to know. like calculating. He's like, okay, so now I know how to get him to run. <laughs> 
He's going to start making you eat things that yeah. make you go to the bathroom so that you have to run he to the bathroom. He was going to call a serial killer <laughs> and be like, here's this guy's address. We want him to run. Now he knows complete nope. utter waste X-Lax of time. will do it. X-Lax, yeah. <laughs> I do have a colonoscopy coming up. So. <laughs> Finally, yeah. some guaranteed weight loss. There yes. you go. Full <laughs> of poop. Yes. So, well, uh, I guess thank. On that note, yeah. Because how can we top all that? Right. Uh, thank you for joining us. Until next time, where can people find you? MattPro.co slash the clip out. And, I, I think it's slash TCO. Yeah, slash TCO. <laughs> I told you I would get it wrong. <laughs> Slash TCO. You can't trust me on these things. Yeah. Not on website. On nutrition, yes. Websites, yes. no. Yes, exactly. There you go. So there you uh, go. we should also remind people right now that if you go to that website, metpro.co slash TCO, you will be entered to win six months of MetPro services for free. So yeah. that's if you download the app or or call for a consultation, sign up for the consultation, you automatically entered. And if you've already done one of those things or you've already signed up, you're also all already entered into that contest. If so, you've signed up through our link. Through I our did, link. You know, like if you signed yeah. up like two years ago before we'd ever heard of it, that I'm sorry. Count. That doesn't count. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and you guys are wrong. We man. are. Because you guys wanted to give it to him. We were like, no. no. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us, and we will uh, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Past guest update. So our second uh, German story of the episode. Yes. Past guest Daniel Klarkowski. Yeah, he's also known uh, in Germany as Sports Insider Magazine uh, because he's he's a big blogger over there. He's yeah. A, he's a huge deal. He's a big deal over there. He was actually uh, on episode 133, if you want to go check that out. He was one of the first people in Germany that got to try Peloton yeah. and uh, loved it, by the way. Well, anyway, back to Daniel's big news this week. Uh, his Sports Insider has gone to the app. Yeah, he's they got now his, have a brand new app. He got his own fancy pants app. Very cool. Congratulations to Daniel. I uh, love seeing all of his updates. He's always running because he's a runner. Yeah, and uh, it's amazing to see all of his progress. And I love keeping up with his stories. So, so if you're, I guess, if you're a German uh, listener, mm-hmm. maybe go check out his app. Here's yeah. a screen grab that we're showing from his Instagram, and uh, he has uh, one five star review. Not calling him out. My guess is that's him. Hey, it could and be somebody he knows. I, I would give my I'd do that. I'd be like, yeah, I'm giving my app five stars. But go give him more. Yeah, Help him out. yeah. Go yeah. give him some more. And if there's any other uh, German listeners out there that are interested in being on the podcast, reach out. Yeah, love to diversify. Peloton artist collaboration. So I guess these are just weekly now. It used to be like they were spread. Now it's like every week there's a new one, which is great. And uh, but there's a new uh, the latest artist collaboration. I always feel weird saying the new artist collaboration because it's then it's like, is it the artist collaboration that's new or is it a new artist that's being the most recent artist collaboration (laughs) is with Janelle Monet. Yeah, people are super excited about this one. And uh, I, I don't really know much of her music. I know she's incredibly talented, but yeah. I don't know very much. Um, but people are super excited. So I think this will be a very big one. Absolutely. And then while we're on uh, collaborations, there's a new Champions collection with Angelique Kerber. Yeah, and she is a huge tennis play, tennis champion. 
I should not say tennis player. That's yeah. so boring. <laughs> yeah, she's she's way more accomplished. She's gone than that. beyond just being a tennis player. Yeah, yeah. She is uh, a huge Wimbledon winner, and she's from Germany and has competed from there. And she is now on Peloton. And so you can go and take a stack of her classes. She's curated. curated. Uh, there's a warm-up ride, a hit in hills ride, and a post-ride stretch that she's put together. You can find those in the Peloton Champions Collection. And then finally, there was a new drop in the boutique mm-hmm. that focused on all the countries yes. that Peloton is currently residing in. Right. So it's like... Join Team Peloton starts now Kind of thing like join Team Peloton And so it's got all the different countries and it's like They're very like uh, bright Bold monochromatic colors And styles and uh, the Red outfit was probably my favorite but I Have to tell you Tom as another another uh, Drop I didn't buy a thing Whew. I know I've I've really Been good like I'm pretty Sure I've saved us so much money In the last two drops how about that yeah So so I should means... then reward Myself yeah see, I... <laughs> Exactly where we're headed. We've been down this road. I'm already looking forward to summer too. Like I think it's going to be very exciting. So I'm ready. I'm ready. This one was kind of a surprise. I didn't know this one was coming until boop. It was at the UK, and then it was in Germany. So I was like, Ah. oh, here we go. (laughs) Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Jen Watson. Hey, Jen, how's it going? Great. Good to see you guys. Good to see you, too. Thank you for doing this. Uh, You know, I always like to start out and ask people where in their timeline and how did they like come across Peloton and decide this is for me? Yeah. So in like late 2018, 2019, 2018, (laughs) um, my husband and I bought a, a, a vacation home and, you know, most people buy like a cabin or want to go to a beach. But we want to be downtown. Oh. We like the. So we live in Minneapolis, but actually we have a suburban home, and um, we like to go out to eat, you know. And we got a great music venues here, like First Ave. And so we bought a condo in the city, but it's only like fifteen minutes from our house. Um, <laughs> and anyway, that when we bought that, we we have a blended family. So I've got two teenagers, and he has two teenagers. And when they're at their other family's homes, we go to our condo, as we call it. Um, actually, my husband calls it a cabin because he thinks it's funny because everyone else in Minnesota <laughs> goes to a cabin. Like a, a and, traditional um, cabin. <laughs> yes. So when we um, started doing that, it took about two months before we realized we were not getting our workouts that we're very accustomed to. You know, we walk everywhere when we're downtown, which is great, but not we're big, big fitness people. So in the, um, the condo has a little gym. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) No windows. And, and so, I mean, this is all even before COVID. So, but after two weeks, my husband's like, we need a solution. What, what should we do? And it was, there's this Peloton thing. Maybe we should check that out. And I already knew about it, but didn't really. And I was like, I'm all in. I so (laughs) want to do this. I didn't even know why I just wanted to. And, uh, we, so we got our first one. My first ride was uh, January 3rd, 2019. And 
we had it for like two days and we ordered a second one for our house. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you have it at, at the vacation locale and you love it, now what? Yeah. As I was gonna, yeah. I was thinking, you know, I don't think that we've ever interviewed anyone that their first bike was at the vacation home. Yeah. It's always the other way around. So you guys did it uh, Peloton backwards. <laughs> I did. That's, it's exactly right. And I was so excited when he was like, we, you know, we need one of these at the house now, too. Right. And I was like, yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> So I actually only had like, I have like a five day gap in my blue street, blue dots, because we ordered it like the day that we left the condo. And it's usually, we're like on that five, five, two thing with our condo versus our house, like the same as the kids schedule. Yes. <laughs> so, so I have those five days in uh, January that it took before I could get a Peloton to my house. <laughs> that was that was quick. Yeah. I'm glad it was, it was. Pre, pre-pandemic. Absolutely. <laughs> Although I love the idea of like the vacation downtown in the in the city. Oh, you've like, given Tom an idea. I Uh-oh. know. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> like that. Hey, it's it's great, and it's only a 15 minute drive from our house, so it's not like you know, it's it's just not a big deal. You. Although it is hard when you're like, oh, I really wanted like for me, like I love my headbands and I really wanted this certain headband for this ride. I'm like, oh, that's at the other house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I'm rethinking this because that means instead of buying, she she would take your solution for the bike and apply it to the clothes and she would just start buying two of everything. (laughs) Well, I mean, that way you have everything in both locations. I understand exactly what your logic would be. And I'm putting air quotes around logic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's the look. That wasn't very you nice. You got the look. <laughs> <laughs> we would just have to pick a different city because I wouldn't want to do that in St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis is like St. Louis is like the polar opposite of Minneapolis because like our downtown kind of sucks. I yeah. mean, there are locations and venues down there that are okay, but the the thing is is that there's not it's like not consolidated it's like all over and yeah. then it's only like a big deal when there's events so like it's only like everyone's down there when it's a a big game or, or a big over, concert right? or yeah, yeah and that's like, it otherwise it's dead it's just dead so and we've been Minneapolis, to many- the home of Prince and Mystery Science Theater yeah. three thousand yes. All of it. And we've, we've been to Minneapolis and uh, we really enjoyed the city, like the downtown walking around. It was very nice down there. So I can totally I can totally get why you would want to have a little spot there. Absolutely. So we'll have to yeah, pick a city. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. <laughs> I mean, we have, we have the Mississippi River and like my husband and I on our weekends here when it's not freezing cold, um, we'll go on like 10 mile walks you know, along the river. We got these loops. And of course, we stop at a few bars in between, but... It's it's really nice. And of course, the music scene is fabulous, but we haven't been able to do that for a while. Sure. Can't wait to get back to first half. It's coming. It's, um, we're almost there. We're almost back to normal. Very soon. <laughs> well, as close to normal as we'll be for a while. But you know what I right. mean. <laughs> so you guys sure. were working out all the time beforehand. You said you're, you're like fitness is super important to you guys. So were you like going to the gym all the time? Like. And since you've gotten the Peloton, have you worked out more or has it been the same? What's what's been the the consensus with your schedule? OK, I think I, I missed a bit of the beginning of your question, but <laughs> I, I think I have the gist of it. OK, I'm kind of a freak. I ride my Peloton for like two hours a day. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, not every day, but I know my, if my husband heard me right now, he'd be like, yeah, it's every day, <laughs> every day for two hours. Uh, I have the tread now too. And so that's been like 
amazing for me because I'm finally doing, you know, cross training and not just riding. It's like once I get on, I can't stop. Like, I just want to pick another class. I just want to keep going. I mean, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) Yes. And so I definitely work out more before the Peloton. So I used to be a Zumba instructor. Okay. But that was, I mean, that was just fun. It wasn't really like a killer workout or anything. And I haven't done that for years. Um, But then in between that, like my workouts would be, you know, I'd power walk on a treadmill and I would run, but I just didn't love running on a treadmill. And in Minnesota, you have to use a treadmill a lot because I won't run like on icy streets or Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, so, but now with the Peloton tread, like I love running again because that thing just makes running fun running on a cloud fun. <laughs> have you, have you found that you gravitate more towards the tread or the bike since you've gotten the tread? I still pick the bike first just cause running, you know, that, that head, that head game with running. And then once you start running, you love it, but it's like, Oh, do I really want to run today? But I can always get on the bike. Okay. I know more friends that I, you know, I, I, I love the community aspect of Peloton and I have way more like biking friends and people that, you know, I want to ride with. Whereas with the tread, that's really just me. Like, I mean, there's people that I run with, but just not as many yet, but maybe I've only had the tread since October. So I feel like I I personally had kind of like a, there was like a moment where like, it just kind of became a watershed. Like it's just, I started running more because uh, I don't know, there's something about the classes that draw me in. I, I don't know if it's because they're, they're harder than the bike for me, like mentally it's harder or if it's, I don't know if it's the fact that I feel a little freer when I'm running on the treadmill, because I guess you're moving your whole body. And even though you're still in one place, it feels more like you're moving, if that makes any sense. I don't really know what the rationale is, but I tend to gravitate towards the tread more than the bike. these days. I do. And I think my maybe part of it's just that the schedule changed so much. It used to be Every morning at 6 a.m., my well, my time, it was 5 a.m., there would be classes that I that I was riding with other people. And now that has changed so much. And the instructors that are on the six o'clock schedule, I don't I don't enjoy as much as the ones that used to be there. It just it was such a big change. And then with covid, I don't know, it's just been hard to get back into that that rhythm, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you like to run with? Um, I like to run with Maddie, Rebecca, Bex, Selena. Those are my favorites. Um, I tend to ride with Bex a lot or run with Bex a lot because um, she does a lot of the longer, like like more like endurance based classes. And since okay. I've been doing MetPro, I'm supposed to do a lot of like steady cardio, steady, steady time. And so that's where I get a lot of my 45 to 60 minute runs in. And I think that's another thing with the bike. There's there's so many 20 minute classes at this point that it's like unless you're doing power zone, which I don't power zone kind of just bores me with like the monotony of the you already know it's going to be this, this, this and this. It's not as exciting to me anymore. So if I take like a 60 minute class, class with the if I want to do an endurance class on the bike I have to like string together two or three endurance or low impact classes so I think that's part of it too I'm a 20 minute class junkie like (laughs) I want give me all the hit intervals Tabata even intervals on um, on the tread like yes those classes I took a Rebecca Kennedy one I think it was I think it was Rebecca and 
it was the one of the, it's my favorite hit run. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love the hit running just as much as I love hit on the bike. So that's my new thing. I'm not endurance, I, but in a way I'm endurance because I do it for two hours. Yeah, that's a long time to be doing hit. That's that's hard on your body. So that's, I mean, I'm sure your, uh, aero- your aerobic system is amazing though. <laughs> but, yeah. And I love the pretty graphs, like something like, Sometimes that's my motivation. If I get tired in a class, I'm like, don't screw up your graph, Jen. Like, you just have to get that graph. <laughs> it's fascinating the different things that people used to motivate themselves it is yeah. it is yeah and like with the graphs you know if you if you're going for like that perfect tabata graph like it you you do you have to, you have to start off strong and stay strong every time you go the same speed you have to go the same speed or higher to make it look pretty the way you want it to look because if you start to peter out at the end it doesn't look so pretty mm. Sun is yes. pretty. <laughs> on, on friday so friday was a transition day we came we were going from our house to our condo and I had come early in the morning and my husband was still working at our house. So I was, but I was doing my ride and I was doing a, um, Ali love Tabata and he could not find his condo key. Uh Oh, and I had done the first three intervals and he was like, are you sure? Like, it's not in your purse. Like you didn't grab it. And I was like, I'll check. And it was a two minute you know, active recovery, (laughs) hopped off the bike, dumped out my purse, couldn't find the key, managed to get back on the bike before the, um, I think there was then like, it was 24 more intervals hopped on. And so my graph just shows this plummet, (laughs) but I I was so happy that it was a two minute, it was timed perfectly. Um, He did find his key later. It was not with me, so all is good. And it has an air tag on it now. This is not going to happen again. That is an active recovery, though. It reminds me, <laughs> it reminds me of when I had to pee in radio. Like <laughs> nobody's ever peed during song two by Blur. I'll tell you that. Yeah, like, that's a good point. That's it, a quick one, isn't it? Yeah, it's like two minutes long. It's always like, oh, Euro Trash Girl. I can pee during this. <laughs> Moving in stereo by the cars. I can pee during that. <laughs> if you're in radio, you know all the like, in the, you know, it's like you know all the songs you can pee or poop to yeah so yeah. i wonder if your song choices would have changed over time given that you've gotten a little older you pee a little more frequently tom do you think that you would have to change up your song well, nowadays radio is all digital so you can load up like five oh, songs at okay. once and well, it's just no fun. but back when it was cds and you had to actually change each cd <laughs> from song to song like you had to you had to be on it you had to plan that out Woo. yeah speaking of I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. go ahead no you go ahead no i just had a thought like the pause button is coming, right? Yep. Later this year. So that would have been, it was on demand. So that would have been very useful for me. Yeah. In, uh, Cause I've been trying to figure out like if, if I really care about the pause button, but ah, see now that it affects you. Oh, now she now cares. It's important. Now she cares. But isn't that the way it is? Like if it's, it's something yeah. that's important, because I don't really care about the pause button either. In fact, I kind of think it's silly. Not silly. That's not the right word. But for me, it would not be effective because I don't have little kids running around and it would make it would give me the option to pause which would give me an out and so for me that's why i use the word silly but for other people i know that it's not silly i know that it's a serious thing when you have a situation like you just had or like you have a kid you can't you can't just be like i need 30 minutes kid go away yeah. like they don't right. they don't they don't listen no they don't and they can't understand that at that age anyway little kids so yeah. it's very different so i guess well, you, 
<laughs> I guess two hours of hit training explains sweaty selfies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is. Um, I'm not really sure where that came from, but people love it. I love it. I, I love to make collages. I've been making collages of my kids. I use, you know, an app, and I that's what I use to post everything. You know, them from on Facebook, my personal life, everything. I always have to add the words to it. It's like pre-stories. I, I hate stories, by the way. But, <laughs> that, um, you know, I, I add all the little gimmicks to it, and that's what I do in there. But then with um, the s- sweaty selfies, it's like this great accountability thing. People love to – they want to work out to make sure that they get their selfie into the thread – and then they're in the collage the next day and it's very unifying and strangely motivating. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to see all the people that you worked out with, even if you didn't see them on the bike, if that makes sense or the tread, you know, it's like, yeah, to put a name to a, uh, to a face or a uh, leaderboard name. And then, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, we really like it. And, you know, sometimes the selfies are really, really sweaty and horrible, but <laughs> <laughs> And th- people, you know, get all dressed up and, you know, take it afterwards. It doesn't matter. Right? We don't care which way it is. It's just it's just fun. And then we do all this twinning, too, which is also motivating. So you guys all wear, you all wear the same outfits. Is that the idea? Yeah. So I always say it's like on the space time continuum, like we're not necessarily wearing it all on the same day. because We're not <laughs> that organized. But, you know, anything where it's Peloton merch or we're big into the headbands and um, when we get you know, more than two people wearing the same headband, then I make a twinning collage. And then it's also just a huge driver for people to spend money. <laughs> like I'm not trying to, I'm not selling this stuff. I'm just saying that every time we do it, people have so much FOMO, including me, which is why I have so many headbands. I'll see them. <laughs> I need that one too. So now is this, this is, this is a group that you have or do you like, because it's like people submit the picture. So you guys have a group that like it all, Yeah, so I actually have it's a very in terms of the Peloton verse in Facebook groups, it's very small because it's such a niche, right? Like who likes or niche who the people that are into that. Um, So it's like a 400, we have like 400 people. And I started it in January of 2020. And I honestly think the reason that we're such a tight group is because of the pandemic. Like, you know, I had no idea if it would take off. I, I did it after I, I led a couple of power zone challenges with two other of my friends and I just got totally burned out doing that. And so the three of us stopped that, but then I missed having a small group and I did do the sweaty selfies within our power zone group. So that's where I kind of was like, well, I'll just start my own Facebook page. And um, so, yeah, it's called Peloton sweat stretch selfie, which is really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started it, it was spin sweat stretch selfie. And then Mad um, Dog sued you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean now I probably shouldn't have the word Peloton in it, but it just I we have so many runners and we have so many people that, you know, do yoga every day. And I was like, spin sweat stretch selfie just doesn't work anymore. So but for whatever reason, Peloton sweat stretch selfie is a lot harder to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a yeah, that's a tongue twister for sure. They'll probably leave you alone as long as you're not like making money off or, of it. Or saying official. Right. Like yeah. if you throw the word official right. in there, that's yeah, that's not good. Correct. But yeah, no, definitely not official. We are, <laughs> we are so unofficial. <laughs> okay. But so people come every day. Yeah. 
So then that that kind of explains that. But then you have another group that you started. It's the Roses Rebels Peloton fan page. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I didn't start that. That was actually started by two um, women in the UK. Okay. And then, um, so my husband is British. Okay. And uh, I did Bradley's premiere ride. And I was like, wow, this guy is goofy. But, and I I really thought like, oh, my husband's not going to like him. Like, it just didn't seem like it would suit him. I was, but then my husband took the class and he was like, this Bradley guy is going to go places. Like, he's... He's funny. He's like, I've just loved his music. And I was like, oh, okay, I need to go take another class. So I really had only done the premiere ride. Took another class and just loved it. And it was because you know what? Every Bradley ride is a hit ride. Like he <laughs> Which is only right does intervals. Like <laughs> I've now learned this because today I did the 41st of his rides. He has 41 rides and I do challenges in my groups. And this month, the May challenge was clear the Rose Garden, which ah. meant like take every single Bradley class since March 25th. And uh, so today was the last one of May. And um, so now after doing all 41 of his classes in a month, they're all hit. <laughs> Just all hit. It doesn't matter what's in the title. Um, and then anyway, I approached those two admins and said, Hey, do you guys want an American um, influence? Because honestly on the page gets so much activity when they're sleeping in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, um, they were like, oh my gosh, yes. And, um, I, I'm just very enthusiastic about it. So I've been trying to put it out there, you know, promote it more, get people interested. And I mean, since I started doing that, not to toot my own horn, but now we're at 1.8. Okay. And when I started, we were at like 600 or something. So, but Bradley's been posting it, you know, he, he's big into doing stories. And so he, it's really him and he takes my collage that I made of sweaty selfies and then says, go join the rebels. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself uh, like drinking tea now? Do you call French fries chips? <laughs> I, well, I hate tea, but I love gin and tonic. So that's very British. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay. British? Um, I didn't I didn't know that was British. I, oh, yeah. And. To me, a gin and tonic is is a British drink. I don't know if it. Re- I don't know. I have no. I have no idea. But when you right. go, when you go to England, the amount of choices you have for gin is unbelievable. Really? Like, oh my gosh! It like most bars have like forty types of gin and tonics. Like very like you can mix and match to your heart content. You know how we have fever tree here now? That's a British, do you know fever tree? No. No. Oh, it's the best tonic ever. (laughs) It sounds like a medicine when you say it that way. (laughs) Fever tree is the best tonic. I hear fever tree is the best medicine. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it could be used as medicine. I'm not a big gin drinker, uh, so I don't really know that much about gin. I have a there was a person I used to work with that loved gin and tonics. And every time we went to like happy hour, Keith that I used to work Mm -hmm. with, every happy hour we would go to, it was uh, a different gin and tonic. And he had a very specific gin that he always got. And I don't know the name of it, but that's really pretty much the extent of that. Also, Sherman. Jen Sherman. No. (laughs) Different Jen. Also, uh, here in the Midwest, we have a thing called Jen Buckets, which is a really 
what's the politically correct term to say like a good way for people to get drunk um they literally share a ju- a big bucket of gin and uh i've never heard of this mm, yeah oh, me either and i'm from the midwest where <laughs> It's uh, your upper Midwest. I don't. It's yeah, it's different up there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what's in this thing. I just remember that uh, my other coworker. This was before that. Were they just um, bring like a bucket and four straws. What are it, they doing? Kinda. And you like all just keep sharing it, and you literally just drink out of a freaking bucket. And my friend COVID. ended up like completely passed out in the driveway. So that's that's all I know. <laughs> it was strong. <laughs> they go down so here easy. We call that wop. What's like that? Wapatu- what is- Wap? Wapatui? That's now I'm really aging myself. <laughs> never, never heard, heard of that, that. But now I'm like, now that sounds offensive. What are we saying? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we can say that. <laughs> I'm so- not supposed to be the voice of reason. <laughs> wasn't offensive. I don't. It depends on what you said. It's Wapatui? What is, what is it called? I think it came from the word Wapatui, but I don't know what that word is. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this either. But isn't Minneapolis where we went for the beef auction or whatever that was? That was something silly that the Riff Tracks guys were doing. Like we went backstage at at the Riff Tracks Mystery Science Theater reunion thing, and and they were doing some sort of beef meat auction, and we won. What like four pounds of back bacon yeah. from Mike Nelson? Yeah, uh, it was a thing. And, and they like, had a wheel of a... meat that they would spin. Yes. And somewhere I have a picture of me and Mike Nelson, and he's dressed up like a butcher, holding meat, holding meat, <laughs> and we won it. And then we just gave it away because I'm like, we got to drive home. What right, the hell what are we going to do with, do with this? <laughs> That's my that that's one of my big memories of Minneapolis yeah. is meat. Wow. There's a meat auction. Yeah. So it was I, literally a meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of these things. I've never been to one myself. But there's we're, always a first time. We're giving away all the Midwest secrets. Yes. So okay, Wapatui, what is this? Is, so what's in it? What's in it? Everything. That's like the point. So in, we would <laughs> In my college days, um, so I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and the tradition there was either you could have a fishbowl, okay. like a literal fishbowl, and then you just dump whatever alcohol in and everybody gets a straw, which is why we all have COVID, as Tom said. <laughs> um, not that we all have COVID, but it's why we have yeah, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even worse was you know like a big like like a laundry basket but not obviously with holes because that wouldn't work very well but um like a metal wash tub yeah that would work or oh my like God. we use these big plastic ones that we could buy at target they had a a rope i remember the rope i know what you're talking about handle. yeah and you would just literally like take whatever you I mean kool-aid and then you know vodka and it it's just whatever you have left over and you just fill it. Like this is a frat party thing. And then people like, really like you take your red cup and you just dip it. In. <laughs> it's terrible. I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, this sounds like a frat party thing. Like just like all the liquor you have laying around, you just Let's dump it, empty it in here in a, yeah. In a, in a tub. And then it's go not crazy. good. And the hangover is bad. Well, I I don't know what was in the gin bucket except for gin. That's the only thing I know for sure. There were also lemons. Beyond that, I have no idea what was in there, but it it did taste good. So I can't I can't say that whatever alcohol or not. I think I just know it was gin. So 
I think it's the same concept, only we were not discriminating. We just have just gin. <laughs> in Wisconsin, they just put it all in. Okay, so back to these challenges that you create. It's, so you have quite a bit of quite a few of them, from what I understand. You gave one example. Like, give us another example of like the kind of challenge that you guys do. Uh, well, we so sometimes we do it like with Apple Watch challenge, mm-hmm. and um, because you have teams of four there, so we've done one where. We figured out where everybody was from and I had, you know, like the teams of Wisconsin people and Minnesota people and California, whatever. And that was a really fun one because people got to learn um, who is in their area. And then because of the time zones, too, it created these groups for people to realize, oh, these women, because it's almost all women in my group that, you know, they ride together that you know that pacific coast time that's that's tough yeah. i've got some friends that ride with me you know every day and i'm always like i can't believe you guys are riding right now it's 6 a.m and it's hard enough for me to get on at eight like jen sherman ride today yes i have friends that ride that one every sunday i'm like you guys are crazy i can barely get here for the eight o'clock on a sunday true story i mean that the apple watch one isn't they're not my favorite challenges because it's just kind of silly how you close your rings and your apple watch but um, <laughs> other ones that we've done in the group are we'll do strength challenges we'll, i'll just i'll make up ones um you know say you got to do two strengths two yogas to this whatever I, I try and switch it up every month i'm totally blanking right now on any <laughs> any other ones besides the one we just finished we're doing a streaking challenge in june hey now streaking. whoa, whoa. <laughs> hang on <laughs> You have our attention. <laughs> yeah, so everyone always asks, do we get bonus points if we, you know, do it naked? And I was like, you do you, boo. <laughs> you know, as much as people complain about how the seat hurts their butt. Yeah, you wouldn't think you'd want to approach that naked. Yeah. Oh, this the streaking challenges is about is is miles walked or run. So oh. that's a little mix up. Like, no, we're not, not going to streak on our bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just to do it do it every day um do one mile i this time i added in some yoga and meditation because i got a lot of people that you know are going through a lot of stuff in life right now and medical stuff and can't can't do a ride every day but really like the challenges so i i like to bring in something where it's something for everybody but then also is challenging but i'll never do you know not we're not I'm not aiming for like Pelo Fondo and be like, oh, you have to ride 50 miles a day to be in this challenge. I'm more into the community and the inclusivity of let's just all do something together and commit to something together. And then I'll send you a prize and people love the prizes. So I, I've, um, I've heard that. So like, where are you getting these prizes? Tell us a prize. Well, so mostly it's headbands. Um, it makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, this is all <laughs> starting to come together. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I'll, um, so I'm actually, a, I don't know if I can say this, you guys can chop it out, but I'm a Bondi band ambassador just because I bought so many headbands. They were like, do you, do you want to be an ambassador? <laughs> and um, I was like, sure. So I get, you know, I get a little bit of a kickback every time I buy them. And so what I do is I use that kickback. And I call that the money for my prize pool because I can't, you know, I'm not going to fund everything. So, but you, you know, when you get 10% on headbands, when I buy my own headbands, I get 10% back. So that's probably where most prize pool goes. <laughs> my husband's like, 
so you got, you know, you get this kickback, but then what do you do with it? I'm like, I buy more headbands. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> this is like a Ponzi scheme. Yes. She's they're, saving they're money. I don't, I don't understand what you don't understand, Tom. She's totally saving money. So I, I get it, Jen. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Being on my side. And the headbands are so fun. Like they're, there's quotes on them sometimes. There's, you know cute animals or whatever. And then we twin in them. And then that just makes more people go buy more. And then I get more money from my prize pool. And then I do it all again. Send it all again. I will tell you in 2020, my mailing um, budget <laughs> for shipping, it, it was like, whoa, this is getting out of hand, but it's all good. It's, I, I, I love it. It's, it's fun. It feels, I don't know why a twinning with some people wearing sweaty headbands is so fun and rewarding or motivating even, but it really is. Because it connects you guys. That's why. Yeah. yeah, it's a connection. I mean, we're all looking for a sense of connection in some way. 2020 especially. Goodness, we were all so cut off from everything. But just in general, I feel like that's what's so special about Peloton, that there's just this connection among people that you don't, you just don't get from anything else. And so... You know, you guys, it's like there's groups where there's a connection. There's a general sense of connection among all Peloton users. But when you break it down into those smaller groups like you have there and you guys, you have a much deeper connection and it it becomes more special. And I think that's really cool. And I'm glad that you're doing that. That's awesome. Thank you. Maybe you could be a stamps.com ambassador. Get 10% off your postage or something. (laughs) You know, I really need to look into that. Also, the amount of time I spend at the post office. (laughs) It takes a long time for them to key in and then you like have to confirm that you have the right address. And I'm like, I have to look at that. I have no, oh my gosh. (laughs) Can't you do that stuff at home? Can't you like do the filling all the stuff in and doing the mailing from home? Won't it let you do that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that I can, I just haven't. Okay. I, you know, it's something you might want to look into from a time saving standpoint because it might actually save you some time. I think you can like pre-print all that stuff and have it ready to go. So all you have to do is just like show up and be like, scan, I'm out. So yeah, yeah, you're right. I really need to do that. (laughs) It's cheaper too. Oh, but I used to have a, a really nice postal man that works at the, there's a very tiny post office in downtown Minneapolis because there's a huge one, right? Like the big distribution is right next door, but there's this little tiny one that nobody knows about and you can walk in there and nobody is ever there. Well, this, this postal worker was like, he was the best. He he's retired now. So now I'm not quite as excited to go to the post <laughs> office because he would just chat up with me because he hadn't seen anybody all day. <laughs> So now I will look into doing it from home since I don't have my little friend anymore. (laughs) I used to have that. I grew up with an airport and there's a post office at the airport. And the dirty little secret about that post office back in the day is it was open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So you could always go to the post office, which was great. It was great. Especially yeah, we were talking about the post office. I know. I know. Took a turn. We went down a rabbit hole. We did. We, sorry, I jumped down Real there. Real quick, I thought I would share this poster, this picture. <laughs> this is a picture of us at the meat auction. Yes. And, yes, and I don't is. have horns so on my head. No, that's actually a guy standing behind him wearing a pig costume. Yeah. But it does look like Tom. And then there's Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's the son who won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then in the background, you can see the wheel of meat. Yeah. And they would spin I that know. and you would win meat. And then we... And then we won meat. Yeah. So that we had to give away. Yep. So there you go. That happened. 
<laughs> I, I look forward to a meat auction someday. Well, if you go, we want to see pictures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so it's hard to imagine what the British husband would think of a meat auction. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. By the way, going back to Bradley Rose for a second, I meant to ask you this while ago. Does he remind you of David Tennant? Who is David Tennant? Okay, you cannot have a British husband and not know who David Tennant is. Oh my I'm, gosh, wait a minute. You just, I think that is the guy that he said, oh my gosh, I have it in my notes. Because um, he, like, he said, it was right when I started being, um, started the May challenge. He was like, okay, all your friends that are riding with Bradley now, he's like, particularly the British ones, ask him if he reminds, and I bet that's who it was. Cause I was like, who's that? And he was like, oh my gosh. Was it anything to do with Dr. Who? Do you know? He's one of the doctors on Dr. Who's. Yeah. Dr. I, I want to say yes. But then when my husband listens to this, he'll probably be like, no, okay. <laughs> I don't, but well, he, it was somebody. I he was just, my I'm favorite. Names. He was my favorite Doctor Who, David Tennant. And Bradley Rose reminds me very much of David Tennant. Like his the way he says things and how he like like his expression whenever he says things and just, just in, in his hair. <laughs> 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 he even looks a little bit like him. So there's a lot going on there. Okay, sorry. So do you I'm have a, into it? Is would you consider Bradley to be your favorite instructor? Do you have a favorite instructor? Oh, that's I, that question. Mm-hmm. I'm I I love riding with everybody, but I mean, right now I would I would say Bradley because I, I mean I I get so much energy from him right now with his classes. They just and you know there's just not that many. So, but I love I love riding with Allie just because I love her hits and um, I I love 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 her boss rides. <laughs> oh, that was a challenge. See, now I can remember in October. <laughs> October, I did a um, just a straight up Alley Love challenge, and it was you know do all the boss rides, but I, I did them every single day. Oh, so, whoa! Like as, CEO as they would, challenge <laughs> when they came out. So this one would be an example of a really hard challenge, right? Because doing the boss ride every day it was this year was fifteen minute rides, I believe. When I think they came out on a Thursday, so I would do it live on the Thursday. And then take it all the way until the next Wednesday, Ooh. the same class over and over. And I thought that was amazing, like for me, challenging myself, because I would try and like get a PR every time. Oh, my God. Oof. I was dead by the end of the yeah. <laughs> I took I took it easy in November. I think I did a lot on the tread. Yeah, that's right. I did a lot on the tread in November, but I had just gotten it too. So, but yeah, so I, I because of my love of intervals and hit and whatever, I gravitate to instructors that do that but of course i ride with everybody because i'll pick those classes and i also love hannah franks and obviously i have something for the brits Apparently. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> um, i'm like i'm i'm in a family of peloton addicts my uh dad rides and he only rides with hannah frankson oh my like, gosh my dad has a thousand grandpa 10 because he has 10 grandchildren he's done every single hannah ride Multiple times. Wow. <laughs> because he only rides with her. And my mom only rides with Leanne. So you guys all have a thing for the British and, and Europeans in general. Because Hannah's she's apparently. An, <laughs> it's, it's, she's an Anglophile. That's the fancy, <laughs> Thank the fancy you, Tom. name for that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. He set us straight. Yes. So uh, <laughs> what, is, what is your leaderboard name? Genbot. Because she's a robot. She's a robot on the bike. That's why. (laughs) It seems to be a very fitting name. And I get so many comments that people are like, like, I'll do something. And um, someone will be like, 
she is human. (laughs) Sometimes we wonder if you actually are a robot. And I'm like, yeah, why do you think I'm Genbot? But that's actually not why I'm Genbot. My husband gave me that nickname years ago. Um, It's my license plate. And it just, of course, had to be my Peloton name. And we still, we don't even really know the origin. My husband, (laughs) he's like, I just started calling you Genbot. I don't really know. I mean, something from the fembots but he's not like a huge austin powers fan so it's not really like and then when we looked into that one day i was like i'm not sure that's a good connotation like (laughs) maybe we just go with we don't know why (laughs) but it it fits me i love it it's yeah, it's short and sweet, and it gets great shout-outs. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, good, it's a good it's name, a good I was going to say. I bet it does get a lot of shout-outs. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, it it uh, usually gets the, like, the, come on, Genbot, let's go. That's usually where it's at. The next time someone is, is like, you're hum- it's like, oh, you're human, you should be like, yes, I am. <laughs> You're right. I'm totally going to steal that. Thank you for acknowledging. (laughs) So do you have any advice for people who are just getting a bike or a tread or another bike? (laughs) Or another tread? Whoa. Let's see. You can get a free Um, tread right now just by digging through the dumpster over there at Peloton (laughs) HQ. Oh, dang. (laughs) Zing. Oh my, Uh, my advice would be, you know, it's like what the cliche, find your tribe, find your people. But I would go another layer and say, find your people within the tribe, like spend time getting to know people and also appreciate that um, you're not for everybody and everyone isn't for you. So when you're in these big tribes, like I, I know I joined every tribe from the beginning and it was in power zone where I met people, but then there was those people that were in there that I, of course, reached out to and invited to Peloton's wet stretch selfie, but we're like it being such a small group, that's even to me more valuable than the big tribes. And I, I mean, I love that because you know that, you know, this, this person is passionate about Jen Sherman and you love Jen Sherman. So like, you know, you have that connection, but diving in deeper, I mean, I have so many friendships that were built through Peloton, but that's not even what I think of when I, with these people in my smaller group, because I really do communicate with them every day. And, um, you know, I know, and, and there's subsets within that too, right? Like I know which people are the Jen Sherman riders and, you know, like the, there's four of us, Angie Bierman, who she is my Jen Sherman go-to on everything. And I was walking this morning for my coffee and she was like, Jen Sherman, 8.30, you guys, you know, to the to our group that rides with Jen on Sundays. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I hadn't been planning on it. I got home at, um, what, like 8.26 and made it on the bike. And first thing, she's like, you're here. <laughs> like, it's so great. And she lives in Chicago, and I haven't met her yet. We've met but her. I'm going to real soon. We got You've to meet met her. her. Yeah, we went to Chicago for my 400th ride, and she was there, so we got to meet her. She's very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my advice. Dive deep into the um, people in the groups, and you know, just appreciate that not everyone's going to love you, and you don't have to love everyone. But we all have. We're in this together, and it's we got a great thing going here in the Peloton community. I think. Very good advice. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. Before uh, we let you go, just remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me, uh, well, in the Facebook group, 
Peloton sweat stretch selfie. Yes. <laughs> and on Instagram, um, it's genbot underscore Peloton. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been great. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Uh, next week, we have a, a special recommendation. This woman comes highly recommended from all of the Jen's Men group. Okay. Jen's Men plus one. This is Tracy Patman. And uh, this lady is super fascinating. She knows pretty much everything about everything. And she's done every kind of work that you could imagine. She's okay. super smart. She's funny and has great stories. And she also owns a lot of chainsaws, which is its own story. <laughs> <laughs> so I better be on my best behavior. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She owns a collection of chainsaws. She really does. Yeah. Like it's a thing. So uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep pedaling and running. Clip in, clip out.